Welcome to SBO Perspectives, the pulse of school business. In the official podcast of ASBO International. The official podcast of ASBO International. And I am Dr. Jack R. Mitchell, here along with the esteemed... John Bricado. John Bricado, that ring's so smooth. Gosh, man. <laughs> I feel like we've been doing this for years. Well, actually, we have. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, listen, folks listening, I have to tell you this, that um, we never seem to amaze ourselves every time. I think every week it's something new, new person, different. This time we have a baker's dozen. Let them know. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we uh, we took a field trip for, for this week's episode. We flew down to Ashburn, Virginia, and joined the editorial advisory committee at ASBO International's headquarters to not only observe the amazing work that they do, but to they actually allowed us to contribute and choose yeah. articles and, and contribute some ideas. And Jack, I have to tell you, it was amazing just watching this group function behind the scenes because they're yeah. the ones that produce the SBA with ASBO International mm-hmm. every month. But I mean, you'll get a, a behind the scenes look at it today, but yeah. just sitting there all day watching them work through all of these individual issues and trying to forecast what people are going to want to read next year is was just phenomenal. I, I had such an amazing time. Me too. It was great. You know what? I, I um aching it to going to Universal Studios because I went there recently over the break, right? <laughs> and when you go to Universal Studios, you are literally behind the scenes. And, right. uh, you know, this is what it, it really was, you know, to be at headquarters, right? Ashburn, First time Virginia. for both of us, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. Great facilities. Um, just to, you know, see the folks all over the country. I mean, it was great. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It. So, yeah, I think uh, I think you'll all enjoy the episode today. So here is our interview and conversation with ASBO International's Editorial Advisory Committee. Today on the podcast, we have a quite large group. We are sitting here live with the Editorial Advisory Committee with ASBO International um, in Ashburn, Virginia. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We're happy to have Welcome. you. Welcome. Morning. Good morning. Thank you. So we have, what do we say, Jack? 13, 13 people? 13 of us. Yeah. So let's run through this quick. If everybody could maybe just take a moment and just so the listeners know who they're they're hearing from, just introduce yourself real quick on mic, and then we'll kind of jump into it. Morning. I'm Victor Hayek. I'm from Thousand Oaks, California. Brian Stuckshorty from Toledo, Ohio. I'm Brenda Burkett from Norman, Oklahoma. Brian Allen from Worcester, Massachusetts. Cindy Ryleman from Hazelwood, Missouri. Howard Barber from Metapoiset, Massachusetts. Carrie Alston from Mountain Brook, Alabama. Tamara Mitchell from Joliet, Illinois. David Bine, Barrington, Illinois. All right. Leslie Peterson, Arlington, Virginia. And Bob Saul from Allentown, Pennsylvania. And Siobhan McMahon from ASBO International. There we go. Yes. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, and thanks for letting us... Uh, crashing your party here, but uh, we wanted to kind of do a behind the scenes look at the EAC. It is a pivotal and important part of ASBO International, especially when it comes to delivering content to the membership um, across the globe. So um, Cindy, you're in the hot seat. Could you maybe give us just uh, an overview of what the EAC is, uh, what you do year by year, and um, we'll just start there. Absolutely. So the Editorial Advisory Committee is responsible for the School Business Affairs magazine that comes out monthly. It's designed with various content throughout the year to um, help our listeners uh, be better at what they do, 
hopefully the the articles and the content that we deliver uh, and ask for authors from around the country to help us just share our knowledge and help us share best practices as well as improve um, the school business profession overall. So um, it's a wonderful committee. We meet annually here in Ashburn, Virginia at ASBO International Headquarters. And we spend a day and a half putting in a lot of work to, to organize the content for the following calendar year. Awesome. So Jack and I had the pleasure of sitting through the, the meat of the planning yesterday. And, you know, there were post-its on the wall and poster paper everywhere and a lot of back and forth. So um, anybody can chime in. But is that kind of the typical process that happens year by year? Or is this kind of a new process that you've really dove into these different subject areas? Typically, we do develop the content uh, for each month's theme. It took a, a, a change yesterday, a slight turn. So we did a little things differently. Um, but it was it was good. It was it was powerful. It was organic in the in what we discussed and, and how it moved forward. So yes, we look at the what has done what we've done in the past, right? So what has the what have the themes been in the prior years? And then we kind of talk about the different articles and the different things that are hot topics. Everybody brings ideas for articles and authors to the table uh, when we convene each year. And so um, then we kind of organize all that through the papers on the wall and the post-it notes. John, I'd like to also chime in. I'm one of the longer uh, serving folks here, likely. And I'm here in my capacity right now as vice chair of the education committee. But I am a past two-term member on this committee, favorite committee I've ever had the opportunity to serve on. All right. And I would encourage any of our listeners, if you get a chance, a volunteer for this committee, it's really awesome. But looking back over the last uh, better part of a decade, I think the process in many ways is typical. The best part about it is the opportunity to sit around with colleagues from around the country and uh, sometimes also around the world to have that dialogue about what's going on in your area and what are the things that you're worried about or concerned about or wish you knew more about. That's what really drives the content in a lot of cases. It's a great process. Absolutely. And can you maybe give us a little better of a glimpse of what you were looking at yesterday? I saw you had a few old volumes of uh, ASBO International yeah, Literature there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Were you drawing inspiration from the 30s or what were you doing over there? Absolutely. <laughs> I, had, I had archives of school business affairs from the, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Wow. And it's so fascinating to see what were hot topics going back that far. And, and no surprise here, history sort of repeats itself. So you do find a lot of topics are the same or at least inspirational for thinking about what we're doing today. Now, one of the topics that uh, I was reading an article about uh, briefly yesterday was about floor surfacing. And that's a little different now than it used to be. And we're really not doing any blackboard refurbishing anymore. So that's oh, sort of off the table. Okay. <laughs> that's new, right? Yeah. And uh, what, ASBO International committed $100 to research? Uh, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was interesting. We don't There's, know if that's encumbered still, but. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping to put together an article much like we had uh, about 70 years ago, which was recent topics in research on school business operations and finance. And there was a hundred dollar stipend the board put together to support that. I think it's still available. Oh, okay. So those listening, if you're interested in, in your machine, you need a hundred dollars. Like I'm sure Siobhan can coordinate that. But. I'm, well, I'm a little curious here because I know we have so many folks in a room. I mean, 
all the states represented it pretty nice here. Um, but just what drew a lot of you, it doesn't necessarily mean everyone has to kind of chime in, but just from your own, just your experience, what drew you to the EAC? Well, I'll start. So I am in my second term with the EAC, uh, second year being chair as well. And the opportunity arose for me just to be involved, right? So one of the things we encourage other members as well is to get involved with your associations, whether it's your state affiliate or your national association. So I had been involved in various capacities on committees, um, school finance back in the day, um, bylaws, et cetera. But this opportunity arose and it was out of my comfort zone, right? So I'm not a great writer. I don't uh, typically navigate towards writing articles and stuff, but um, I was asked to, to apply, so I did. And I was, uh, um, was awarded the opportunity to be a part of it. Again, as David said, this is amazing committee. We, it's a family in a way. We get together and um, bond and, and talk about our challenges and, our, ice cream. and everything and all. And, and eat wonderful <laughs> ice cream, yes, at the, at the yard. Yeah. Plug for the yard. I call BS on the Not a Great Writer, most recent issue, two articles in there from Cindy. She does a great job. Well, Cindy, thank yeah, you. Cindy was stacking them up yesterday with the uh, the articles and finding authors and even writing for herself. So kudos well, to you. And it's interesting because after my very first meeting um, back in 2018, you know, here I am, uh, you know, getting assigned articles to find authors for and, and even volunteering to write articles myself. And it was so um, hyped, I guess, when I left here that when I got to the airport after, on my way to fly home, I started writing an article, you know, my article in the airport because the juices were just flying, right? It was right just there. exciting. So, um, yeah, I just, it's been amazing and it's a wonderful committee. And Awesome. Yeah. Anybody else? I think in my case, I was just wrapping up a seven-year term for Mass Association of School Business Officials. And I think when you're going through and you're working on professional development for a long time, all of a sudden you get to realize some of the work that you've done with your organization and how that can be very informational for those members that are reading the magazine. And I think even when you read the magazine, it gives you an opportunity of being able to compare your district or your even really your state compared to a lot of the other ones that are working at a federal level. And I think that's one of those opportunities that you really get a chance to, I guess, give your input and then also be able to listen to some of the responses to see if there's new directions that mm -hmm. we as individuals can make within our own district, but then those that can be impactful and beneficial to all those that, that surround us. Sure, Howie. Thanks. Victor? Yeah, this is my first time on the editorial committee. Um, and at first, I didn't know what it was. I said, all right, I thought maybe we're just going to review articles that other people wrote. And then I got the whole list of assignments and says, well... That's your responsibility now. Either you find someone to write it or write it yourself. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want to do anything. I just <laughs> when it said yourself, you got a little bit. Uh... Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I, when you sit down to it, kind of what Cindy said, you know, on the plane or, you know, the, the moments of inspiration just come to you. You have to just put them down. And I think technology today is important. Like I make I'll make notes for for a story as I'm going over a period of. 40 days or 30 days or two months or three months. And then I put it all together when I'll sit down and, and toward the end when it's before it's due. So I find it rewarding. I think it's our obligation to share our knowledge, especially for those coming up in this industry. And I, it's been a great run so far. I'm glad to be here. This is my first time in person meeting the group. So as long as you'll have me, I'll keep coming back. Great, great. And one of the things that really stood out to me was just watching the committee come up with these topics and try and refresh what has been done year after year, um, specifically just this committee's ability to take a, just a national and a global view, because I know it's difficult sometimes 
we get wrapped up in our own state. We have individual politics that we work with. But I just have to say, I was just completely impressed with um, the ability to just go take a 30,000 foot view and come up with topics and relevant items that would um, just be able to resonate with people, no matter what state you're in or what country you're in. Not to get off, but I want to add that if you look in this room, you can see pretty much every month outlaid for 2024. And there's going to be at least maybe uh, seven, eight, nine, or sometimes even a dozen topics for each month. And that's just amazing, the amount of work that we did and creativity that we established yesterday. So I don't want to give away too much, but maybe we can give a little sneak peek of what's coming up in 2024. Um, Brian, what are you excited about coming up uh, with the Editorial Advisory Committee for 24. So I just want to start out by saying, like Dave, as the chair of the Education Committee, we're here actually to bridge topics between articles, turning them into content, or taking some of the content, turning them into articles. And then so as I look across as the um, topics that were generated yesterday going forward, um, including many that I put on the board, although I have not yet volunteered to write, any? There's still time. Um, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> He's not going to <laughs> No, just in terms of uh, what all came together, yes, all the topics, really. I'm looking forward to all the articles next year. Uh, oh, yeah. Human resource management has a significant number of uh, articles and uh, some of the emerging topics around AI or cybersecurity and uh, those topics are, um, I look forward to somebody who can write uh, about those so I can learn about those and then we can turn those into sessions for the education committee and then when I term out of the education committee I'm definitely volunteering for this committee. <laughs> Sounds good. Leslie how about you? I think one of the things that we're doing next year that is not entirely different is the number of columns that we're going to have that are going to um, stream through the entire year and I think one of them that has become so um, forefront in the last months, year, is safety and security. So we're going to see articles every month around safety and security. And I think that's really at the top of mind for a lot of school districts right now. And so I think we take that, this is what we do. We take what's going on and we try to put it into uh, topics and ideas that will, will resonate with our members, but will, you know, appeal to them and make them actually read the magazine because right. it doesn't, doesn't work if nobody reads it. it just a, a logistical question. Are you usually the taskmaster? Because you kept everybody going at the end there, uh, pushing <laughs> us across the finish line. If it weren't for Leslie, I don't know that we would have been able we'll to finish be all the work yesterday. <laughs> I try not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But it, I have to tell you, it's, it comes from my stage management background in theater. Well, it helped us Keep yesterday, so thank you for that. Yeah, And that was a hard nine to five, I tell you. Well, that was I mean, nonstop. Yeah. This was this was serious stuff. Uh, I told John in Asma, New York, we we never did a full day like that. I mean, it was a lot of work, but it was good. Well, and to that point, everybody brings something to the table, right? So whether it's people that have been on the committee for a long time or or whatever, we all take a role, right? And and everybody steps up in one way or another. So we just share the love. I was going to chime in. This is Carrie. Uh, so I would be one of the newer EAC committee members. This is only my second year uh, to be on the committee. And one of the things I'm really excited about is the innovative ideas we talked about. Um, and as we went around the table, there's several districts who are doing stuff that's just new and exciting and um, gives you some great ideas to take back to your district. 
Uh, so that was one of the things that was really good yesterday to me. Great, cool. great. I got to ask Shabon though. Are we members? Are we just crashing the party for these, yeah. these past uh, two days? That's a just... wonderful question. You Giggles? are guests of the Editorial Advisory Committee. All right. okay. So uh, Jack and John came down here to Ashburn, uh, Northern Virginia, to join us as we are creating a content for next year so that when you're obviously doing the SBO Perspectives podcast, you have that knowledge of this incredible group, um, yeah. which I think we started talking about maybe just a few weeks after we connected right. mm -hmm. last year about the value of just sitting in this room and hearing these folks talk. Absolutely. So you are guests, but I would also have to then point out as our Brian and David as our chair and vice chair of our education advisory committee are also guests because they connect us through to, I think they now have a committee of over 40 people of practitioners, experts in every field of school business management. So they sit here, we'll work them as we have done for, the, for uh, all of yesterday and this morning. Then their work really starts when they leave here because we'll be, we'll be asking them for who do you know in safety and security who can provide this content and keep us up to, up to speed. Your Perfect. guests, you're very welcome guests. <laughs> well, thank thank you. you for having us. So we spent a grueling day yesterday watching and, and contributing to putting together the schedule for 2024. So what's next? What is next in the process with the EAC to make this come to fruition uh, for the membership of ASBO International? So we'll complete our work this morning and make sure that everybody knows what they're responsible for going forward. And then we work closely with Susan Anderson. She is our key liaison with ASBO International to help organize the content, make sure that we're on target with meeting our deadlines. Everybody needs to secure their authors or reach out to people. So one clarification is we all don't write all the articles. We actually want to reach out to people around the country, around the globe to, to provide the content, right? So um, for those of you out there listening, uh, if you're interested in writing an article, please reach out to any of us on the committee because we would love to, to highlight what you're doing in your district and, and publish you as well. So um Working through that process and and making sure that everybody knows what's what to do going forward is very important. Yeah, that was going to be my other question. So I don't mean to to jump in. So if somebody is interested in writing an article, what is the pathway to maybe reaching out and saying, "Hey, this is something I'm really passionate about. This is something I think I'm an expert in. How do I get my voice out there?" So I think the first step is to visit our website, asboyntl.org. Go right there to the publications. There's all of the writer guidelines, the upcoming themes, et cetera. But um, it's not just tied to the themes. As you know, having spent the day with us, if you are knowledgeable on a topic, basically you could just reach out to anybody with an intl.org email address and we would love to hear from you. I would love to take this opportunity to say you do not need to be a writer. Right. We've got fabulous editors they take my Anglo-English every month and make it, <laughs> and make it readable. Um, so we, are, we need the experts. We need the practitioners. And even if you would like to share something of, I have no idea how to fix this. Uh, if you don't have, what are your challenges? What are your opportunities? Um, please, please just reach out to the ASBO, anybody on the ASBO team. We would, we would love to hear from you. This committee is always wanting to get new, fresh folks to write for us. And it's a wonderful way to engage and volunteer for the association. 
And this is Brenda Burkett. I wanted to tag on to what um, Siobhan said. That That's a great point. You don't have to be a writer. If you've got some uh, a story to tell, if you've got some sentences that you can put together, um, p- anything to send in, the editors here at the uh, headquarters are awesome to kind of polish it off and help. So it really isn't, you don't have to be a great writer. You just have to be able to share what uh, your ideas are, your problems are, or your solutions are. So if you're not a writer, could you be a dancer like Jack and still get an article published? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I want to make mention, too, that we do have um, board liaison here, uh, Ryan, as well. So um, it's good that we have this mix in here, and uh, we appreciate it. And we will, we'll be uh, applying also in the future. Yeah, and I, before, before we start winding down, maybe, Ryan, if you could just offer your perspective from the board's uh viewpoint where where do you see this kind of fitting in and just kind of tying into the overall mission of asbo international so yeah this is uh, ryan Stecksholdy, vice president for asbo this year as one of my duties i uh, get to sit in on this committee at this time so it's the first time i've been here uh one thing i want to point out first is it's not or the discussion that's had when we're determining the actual topics it ranges from i think we have districts was it 450 to about 28,000 students. So when they're developing the articles or the topics, it's not focused on one size fits all. It's trying to get enough so a member that has a small district, they can get something out of the articles and also a large district. But the interesting thing with being on the board in the first time going through this is you really don't understand all the work that really went into grabbing the topics and the discussion that goes on and the thought. It's just not throw things on the wall, see if it sticks. Let's go have Jack teach us dance lessons or anything like that. <laughs> I'm it a was, famous dancer now. <laughs> <laughs> it was truly a, a nine to five process. Come back this morning to finish it up and a lot of work and effort. And just want to thank you all for putting in the time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I would second that. I mean, you know, the SBA magazine shows up at your office, but the amount of work that goes into that production is just mind blowing. And having the opportunity to sit through that yesterday and part of today is just, it really um, kind of pulls the veil back on what is actually happening behind the scenes. And there is, like you said, a lot of purpose behind the articles and um, the stories that are told in, in the SBA. So winding down here, we typically ask for our, our uh, guests to impart a piece of advice, but um, given the, the fact that we're here in person with ASBO International, um, Rather than maybe offering some advice, I'd like to just open it up to to those who want to contribute. Um, what do you gain out of participating in ASVO International, and what really gives you that sense of purpose with this organization? Hi, this is Bob. I haven't had an opportunity to chime in yet, but I'll uh, chime in here. Um, what I have gained is um, friendships that last a lifetime. I now have met colleagues from all across the United States and uh, and other countries as well. And those colleagues have become friends that I can rely on and turn to. I can pick up the phone and call. And and while there are state and international boundaries that separate us, um, it's interesting to find that the issues um, are very common in terms of the themes that we deal with. And sometimes it's not even the issues. We just need somebody to call and uh, and have a shoulder to to um, cry on, if you will, um, somebody to, to vent to, and um, they understand what we're going through. Um, I'm not sure everybody uh, understands what school business officials go through on a, a daily, weekly, monthly, and annual basis. And so um, 
you know, I leave here uh, parting uh, from my friends and knowing that I'll see them again, but I can return to them and rely on them when I need them. Bob, you are great because I can tell you, I had some great conversations with you and uh, learning about your, you know, your kids and your family and your, your future hockey star you have there. Um, it's, it's awesome. And when you say that, the bonding network, I feel that I've bonded and networked with everybody in this room in just two days. And it's so awesome. I mean, that energy you feel, it just, you can't. Yeah, it's authentic. You can't place, it's just, yeah, it's an intangible. Hi, everyone. This is Tamara. I haven't had a chance to chime in either, but I would echo everything that Bob said. Um, what I get out of ASBO International, my membership in ASBO International, aside from the professional networking and the knowledge that you gain, what is invaluable to me is the friendships and relationships. Um, I think Cindy mentioned that we're a family. In this room, the Editorial Advisory Committee, we are very much a family. We are from all around the country, um, and it's just it's an indescribable experience, the relationships and the value that we get out of it. So I'm just blessed to be a part of it. I'll just, this is Victor uh, again. Um, I'll just add that I think ASMO International has a tremendous amount of resources. I think the nature of our job, we're, we're either coming out of a problem, going into a problem, or trying to avoid a problem. <laughs> a lot of problems. Way to sum it up. And the, the, way, the way, you know, whether it's the magazine or the resources available, the networking and reaching, picking up the phone and, and talking to somebody, I think is tremendously valuable because no matter what it is, somebody has gone through it. And it really helps to have that that conversation, to read an article about it. Um, it's just just tremendously helpful and, and supportive. Uh, I don't know how you know we would get along if we imagine you had to work independently and didn't have any shoulders to cry on. <laughs> John, I think that the relationships are so important. Uh, when we're at work, we're sort of on an island. There aren't a lot of people like us. If you're in a larger district, you might have a few other SBOs that work in your department with you, but most of us are the only ones with the expertise we have in our district. So coming to a meeting like this or going to an annual conference with ASBO International or an affiliate conference, you finally get to be with your own peeps. And that makes a big difference to realize what you're going through is not unique to just you. Your issues are common in many ways. And my last comment on this will be actually from an article in 1959, which was tips <laughs> on how to get ahead. Uh, and one of the things that's comforting for me to know when I talk with my colleagues is listed here, um, item T out of a list that went from A to Y on how to get ahead. And item T says, learn to live with undone work. There is no possibility of being caught up and one must not brood over this fact. I think that says a lot about wow. what was happening in 59 and what's happening today. Words to live by. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone else want to share what, uh, why participating in ASBO International is so important to you? The one thing I will say, obviously this is Howie again, is that for us, we've been together for a couple of years now, gathering the information, putting the articles together. But I think the, the flip of this is that we now have you as part of the team. So it gives us an opportunity to not only learn from each other, but to continue to be able to expand the resources that we have, whether it is from the, you know, the educational committee, whether it is from bringing obviously individuals that are from, you know, your neck of the woods that isn't directly for, you know, writing articles. As we continue to build this and expand this, just think about the opportunities that we can provide to the other uh, school business officials across the country and, and international. Awesome. Well said. Well, thank you everyone for allowing us to to crash the party here over the past couple of days. Really, as I said before. Uh, 
totally enlightening and eye-opening for, for outsiders coming in and just really getting a glimpse at how much work and thought and heart goes into these topics year after year after year. Uh, so for those listening, uh, if you're interested in, in submitting an article, make sure to reach out to Siobhan or anybody with an ASBO INTL email address. Um, and I'd be remiss if, uh, if you remember, look at the district membership, right, Siobhan? That's the big one. Uh, get your entire office staff in here because the SBA not only is speaking to school business officials, but they're speaking to those uh, that are in transportation, food service, technology, you name it. So it's not just for the chief financial officer. It's for everyone in the business office. So with that, thank you, everyone. We appreciate your time today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to SBO Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with the EAC. What an awesome group of individuals and a heartfelt thank you from me and Jack to the committee for inviting us down and not just allowing us to observe, but really allowing us to contribute and just bond and connect with all of these great people. Yeah, I was gonna say that once again, it was more than just work. I mean, a nine to five was a real nine to five uh, that Saturday. It was nonstop. I mean, nonstop. We had a working lunch. Um, so we produced so many ideas. I'm excited. I can't even wait for uh, 2024 SBA issues right, to come out. Um, knowing that we actually worked on it behind the scenes and this is just a precipice. But, you know, I do have to add that um, one of my favorite parts of not just even doing just having all 13 of us in a room, but really going out afterward. Um, and, you know, I got a new nickname. You I made won't some tell new anybody. friends this past Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 some new friends. I got new nicknames and everything. Right. So <laughs> maybe it'll come out down the line. I'm sure somebody will spill yeah. the beans on my nickname. But it was yeah. really awesome. You'll have time, to come to the man, next uh, ASBO International Summit for uh, to get the behind the scenes on the nickname. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. And I, I do want to mention that upcoming. Um, you know, we're taking off the new levels, new heights on with this. And um, we're we're thinking about doing a raffle uh, for new subscribers. Uh, new subscribers, we're going to raffle off something as with a national logo with um, the SPO perspective, something that you really, really appreciate. So, um, yeah, just, so spread the we're word. having fun. Yeah, we're just really, you know, we're doing so much. It's just more than just inspiration more than just these stories but just the practices and also the networking i think um makes this podcast special for just myself and, and you and everybody listening yeah. so yeah 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 well, well said jack and uh we hope you enjoy it again today's conversation and we'll catch you next week <laughs>